Hola, bienvenidos guys. Welcome and welcome back. Now, welcome to the Reliable HVACR podcast. No live show today. Sorry about that. Um, had to move some guests around. You know, we have plenty lined up. Uh, some really great ones coming up. So I hope you guys tune in for that. But for now, I want to get back to this series that I had kind of started. So it was like, you know, where I had a topic and I kind of went off and gave uh, my experience, my thoughts on it. And that's about eh, like a 30 minute podcast, you know, because I kind of focus on one topic and we're not doing a whole uh, interview or, or live chat where I get, you know, distracted, which is awesome. I love when you guys show up to the live streams. I love, uh, you know, answering questions. You know, the guests that come on have awesome stories and, you know, stuff like that. So all that's cool. But I did have this series. The first episode was, uh, you know, not knowing everything. And I went over that in a video because it's something that I came up or I had come up in a call where I didn't know something and I wasn't familiar with it. And we went over that in the topic on a podcast. Now I have another one coming out on getting burnt out. I just, I have not finished, you know, recording these. I'm recording this one right before it's being posted. So I just need to get better about uh, recording these ahead of time. So today is going to be advice for apprentices, new guys, or if you've been in the field for a little while now and you need to hear some of this stuff, you know, I, if you have any questions or anything like that, you can leave them in the comments. You can message me, you know. Uh, what I'm about to show you is a clip right now that I was talking to a guy, uh, Logan, who left a comment on my TikTok. So he asked if I had any advice because he was starting a, uh, a job, an apprenticeship, and uh, he's new to the field. So whenever I get comments or I get a lot of messages too, like if you guys want to message me on any platform, email me, uh, leave a comment. I always try to respond directly to you. Now, I haven't done these public um answers and you know responses but i want to get back into them because we we're doing q a's for a little, little while which was only a few uh, videos early on and i never got around to getting back into it and that could make for these one-off podcast uh episodes here and there so if you go to my podcast on spotify or apple Podcasts, wherever you listen uh, don't forget to leave a, a review, you know, leave a five-star review. Uh, you can do that over there. If you're on YouTube watching the video form, uh, YouTube also have, has podcast now. So you can go to my channel, go over to the podcast section and listen to them basically in order, I guess. But on YouTube, I can separate them. So there's going to be the guest reliable HVACR podcast. Um, that's in one section. And then the other section is going to be this a uh, little mini series episodes and they'll just be numbered and a uh, little, there'll be a topic on each one. So on YouTube, you can find it like that on Spotify or all these other ones. Uh, they're probably just, I'm probably just going to put my secondary logo. You'll see the little skull or something that'll differentiate it from like a guest spot or one of my live shows. So if you want to check it out, go check that out. This is going to be episode two. Like I said, advice for apprentices. So let me show you the clip really quick over on YouTube. Basically, I answered this on my TikTok, and then I'll, uh, you know, if you're listening, just listen to the audio and then I will come back in really quick and give my final thoughts.
thoughts and conclusions on, you know, help for the new guys. All right, man. So you got an HVAC apprenticeship that was offered to you and you accepted. First of all, that's amazing. Awesome. I'm glad that you're interested in the trade and you're getting your start. So uh, good luck, first and foremost. And in particular, for somebody that's new, you know, show up and show up early. That's a good initiative. If you're getting picked up, because I know every company is different, but if you go to work, show up early. If you get picked up, you know, whatever, be ready early. That's just one of the things that I actually hate myself is when I'm uh, picking someone up or I got to go do a job with somebody else and they're making me late or I'm waiting around. So, like I said, show up ready or be ready and be early. Second thing is when you're more than likely going to be riding with somebody, ask questions. Don't be afraid to ask questions. You need to know how they did the repair and why. Experience is your best friend. You're going to learn from a senior tech or somebody that's supposed to be training you, hopefully, and you can know how to do the stuff that comes up when you're with them, and you should be able to do those on your own. So like I said, know how they did the repair and why. Ask questions. Like, as simple as they are, just ask questions if, if you don't understand. And uh, I will tell you one thing though, if you guys are on a hard call or the guy's stumped, or he has to focus a little bit, he might not answer your question right on the spot, which even happens to me. Sometimes I need you know, to focus and, and kind of be quiet. Sometimes I'll be quiet during my call, but if they don't answer you right away or if there's not time to walk you through something, and you can see, you can kind of, if you can kind of tell that, you know, that it's, he's not in the mood or there's not enough time to go through it, wait till after the call, you know, when you're driving, ask him all the questions that you had uh, about the call so that you understand again, how and why. And never stop learning. I think everybody always tell, uh, says that, but it's true. One of the things, and I'll admit I wasn't a great tech employee when I started uh, I I was a kid. I just wanted to to kind of get in and out, get through my day, and, and get get it over with. But the one thing that I did do is I always looked up stuff after work, or if I was at the job site, I was trying to look up manuals and stuff. And that was a lot harder back in my day. I've been doing this 16 years. So 16 years ago, there wasn't the internet wasn't as good as as it is now, and companies were not putting their manuals online for you to download all the time. And if you could download it, you know, service wasn't great back then. Trying to download, you know, we saw that we're barely going away from flip phones and stuff like that. So uh, always look it up after work. More times than not, you're not gonna be able to do it during work, but after work, go look up a YouTube video on something you got confused on. Uh, go look up some manuals. If you guys are installing something, take the manual, read it. You know, just always, always keep learning. And uh, if something, if there's something you don't fully understand, please look it up after work, whether it's a video, a manual, uh, literature, go look up, whatever you can Google. You're like, Google is your best friend uh, outside of work. And, you know, the more you can get it, get into it and kind of, even if it's a refresher on stuff that you already know, just like really hone your craft, get in there and master it. And 
it'll pay off eventually because then this stuff you can do it in your in your sleep and i'll throw in a bonus one for you always be better and compete with yourself every day so just from one call to the next try and be better like see where you can improve whether that's doing something quicker more efficient uh if you make a mistake don't do it twice just always be better from one day to the next one call to the next and uh just worry about yourself uh compete with yourself like i said if you can do something quicker more efficient you can be better at it the next time that's all that really matters and you'll be a great tech because of it so like i said good luck i love seeing people get into the trade if you guys ever need any help or questions i'm always here i'm not the best or anything but hey it is what it is and like i always say if i can do it you can do it all right so i hope that was uh, helpful for some of you now like he said he just got into hvac and he's doing a uh, service i believe and he uh he took it he took the job you know congrats like i said that's awesome i get a lot of messages about people that are inspired or they want to get into the trade after seeing or following me you know seeing some of my stuff never would have thought that would have been a thing so i do appreciate the messages from you guys that are like oh you inspired me you helped me with this or that because like i really don't think i know that much i'm kind of in my own niche which is kitchen refrigeration with a little bit of ac so I'm pretty comfortable with all that, but we don't get a lot of heating down here. So I'm not comfortable with uh, no heat calls and I'm not afraid to admit it. I don't do a lot of duct work, uh, install work, stuff like that. So when, when that stuff comes around, I do tend to ask for help. So like, you know, like I said, in, in the points that I made, don't be afraid to ask questions. Even if you're been, if, if you've been doing this for like a long time now, like I said, I'm doing this going on 16 years. If I don't know how to do something just because, you know, that's not the line of work that I'm doing, I will go out and ask people. I can ask online now, which is great. You know, there's a whole community on TikTok, Instagram, even on YouTube. I've met some really great guys. And, uh, you know, someone is bound to know something that you don't know. You're not going to be good at everything. Now, if you are uh, pretty good at, at everything in general, that's great. You know, you can do a little of this, a little bit of that. That's awesome. But uh, most times you're going to have your strengths and your weaknesses, which like me, my strength is commercial refrigeration, specifically kitchens. So put me in front of a walk-in, um, even a reach-in, you know, stuff like that. I'm very comfortable doing that, getting on the floor, getting under units. All that's great for me. Uh, putting me on a roof, I'm pretty comfortable, but then... You know, send me out to a residential call, not going to be comfortable. Send me into an attic to figure out something wrong with the duct. It's going to take me a little while. Um, if it gets really cold down here, which is rare, and a no-heat call comes in, it might take me a little longer than to figure out a no-cool call. But that's fine, you know. Uh, learn more after work. Do as much as you can to better yourself. You know, you don't have to do this 24-7. Like, um, I do refrigeration, so it can get crazy with the hours and, you know, the calls coming in at midnight, after midnight, you know, if, if a commercial freezer goes down, that's a lot of product, especially in the supermarket world, which thankfully 
you know, I don't do uh, you guys that do it. You guys are amazing. Uh, you guys that do industrial hospital work, all that stuff. All that is like critical and very important. Me, I'm in the, uh, like I said, uh, commercial kitchen area. So restaurants, fast food, we do some hospital work. Uh, we used to do work for schools, you know, stuff like that. Now, it's not like the end of the world if that stuff goes bad, but it's a waste of product and money. So they're going to want the first company that can come out. So all those hours, you know, you put into it is one thing. After work, if you can put in, you know, like going on YouTube, reading a book. I have a lot of textbooks behind me in this bookshelf. If you can read or brush up on some stuff and, you know, there's there's so many good YouTubers now, so many good people on Instagram, TikTok, you know, get a quick video in, learn something new that maybe you're not familiar with or you don't, you're not super confident on. Just better yourself every day. And that's why I always say, you know, always be better and compete with yourself every day. That basically means try and learn something new or be better after every call every day. And also, don't worry about what anybody else is doing or saying. Um, I like to take criticism if it's good. If they tell me how to do something better, if they show me a better way to do things, that's all great. Now, if you come at me and attack me and call me stupid or, or any horrible, you know, trash talking, I'm not going to take that as advice. Um, I might if there's something there that clicks because I have taken uh, some bad uh, trash talking criticism and I'm like, oh, there was a point he made. I'll take it from there. But then I won't acknowledge it or, or try to argue with them. Just ignore them. At the end of the day, it's just about you getting better. And you're the only one that you have to compete with. Now, yes, there's going to be people online that inspire you that motivate you, that show you, you know, better ways and this and that, but you don't have to compete with these guys. Um, in a good sportsmanship type of way, yes, but honestly, you just have to worry about making yourself better. Like I said, after every call, at the end of the day, going into the next one, did you improve? Did you do something maybe quicker the next time? Did you uh, learn something? Did you make a mistake? You know, don't do it again. Stuff like that really makes you better uh, quickly, and then uh, you'll get, you know, rec it'll it'll you'll get recognized. The reputation is very important in the HVAC industry. So, you know, make sure you're doing good uh, work. Take pride in your work, and it'll all fall in line. You'll be a better tech because of it. As far as you know, going to work for somebody, uh, there's a couple of other things you want to keep in mind. So, be observant you know, keep your eyes and ears open. Now, when you're on a call with somebody, because more than likely you're going to be trained by a senior tech, you know, somebody out there that hopefully can teach you the ropes, you're going to, you know, be out there. So be observant. If you guys are working on something, you know, listen out, you're going to be working on something and you might be able to pick up other calls. Now, it's going to take time to learn this, but you can hear if a motor is going bad, you know, the bearings, uh, compressor sounds horrible, sounds shot, gets too loud, knocking. Uh, you can kind of hear, you know, when it turns on and off as well, how it sounds. You can look to see maybe the coil has on other units surrounding you. Maybe they have uh, blankets of dirt and lint. 
you know, these are all things as a tech that you want to be um, bringing up to either your boss or the customer and being, being able to generate other calls off of the call that you've originally went out for. That's a big deal, right? Bringing in money, extra income to the job. Um, and it, it shows that you're paying attention. So that's one thing, whether you're new or you've been doing this a while, you know, just keep your eyes and ears open for anything else that might be bad. And, you know, just don't go in there just to fix that one thing, you know, pressure control gives out, you put it in there and you're like, Oh, whatever, you know, did, did it have a dirty coil? Uh, how's the evaporator look? How's the compressor sound? Are all the motors working? You know, there's, there's different reasons, you know, same thing for putting a, a compressor in there. Compressor goes out. There's a reason they gave out. It, they, they just don't give out. So, you know, it could be the, uh, refrigerant itself. You know, did y'all test it for acidity? Was there moisture in there? Um, like I said, if the motors give out, if the pressure switches are not good, you know, there's a reason for that. So always go into depth and pay attention to, to things around you. And uh, you'll be able to, you know, get more calls, you know, be or be able to just be honest with your customer and give them choices like, hey, this looks like, like it's giving out. You know, you look like you might have issues with this down the line. And that generates more calls. And then, you know, they appreciate uh, the honesty and you looking out for them. And another thing of, uh, you know, these companies, these, these bosses, you know, people that are in charge of you basically are going to be looking out for is one, like I said, if you're early, you're prepared, you, you show that you want to be doing this by doing, you know, the asking questions, showing motivation, stuff like that, that they can actually, you know, tell that you want to do this is a very good thing and a very, um, something that'll, that'll impress them and you know whoever the bosses and, and supervisors and stuff like that so you know go in there with a mindset to to do the work be ready for anything you know be early be ready um volunteer is you know a good thing you know and then when you're out there even though you're, you're just a helper let's say you want to learn something learn how to how to change out something and it uh you know, start small, uh, change out a contactor, train, change out like a timer, um, you know, little things like that. Just maybe watch it once or twice or, or, you know, if you, if you all have been, if you've been riding along long enough and you feel comfortable, you know, with wiring and, and kind of learning already, get your hands in there and then start doing the work, you know, start, Cleaning the coils is a really easy thing to do. You know, clean the coils, re remove some of the panels, you know, like I said, change a contactor, change a thermostat, you know, the, the easy stuff, you know, uh, you're not going to be out there changing compressors or anything crazy, but maybe you can braze something in, you know, they, they set it up for you. You can braze in one of the lines, braze in the filter dryer, you know, just, just try and get in there, try and volunteer to do some of the work, show initiative and that you want to be there, and that'll go a very long way. And, you know, when you're with your senior tech or whoever you're riding along with, um, being observant and, and helpful can also mean just going and getting the tools that they need. That goes a long way. You know, I've been doing this for a while, like I said. Uh, one of the things I hate doing is going back to the van for things, whether it's a recovery machine, the tanks, uh, 
vacuum pump or whatever I may, I might need extra hoses, you know, all that stuff. Uh, either ask them ahead of time, you know, what they think they need from the van, or if they say that they need something, you're going to be the one getting it most likely if you're new, but also just, just start, just pay attention to the process. You know, if you know that you all are opening up a system, you know, go get the recovery, uh, recovery tank, all that. And then like, once that's done, you know, you're going to braze or something, you know, go get the torches, go get all that, get the striker ready, get, you know, unravel the hose to the tank, the torch tanks, uh, get the brazing rod ready, you know, whatever, whatever the next step is, you know, kind of think ahead and be like, okay, I need to do this, do that. Um, and then once he's done, you know, start packing all that stuff up because unloading and loading all that stuff kind of takes a lot of time and effort. So if you can kind of alleviate that, help them out with that, that'll really impress, you know, the senior techs out there, whoever you're uh, riding along with is being able to help them get the stuff from the van and get it ready. And then being able to help pack up and then get it back in the van. Cause that's the worst part. Um, that's why a lot of vans, you know, stay messy is cause the tech is, you know, dead tired after doing all the work. So if you're the helper or you're the apprentice, you can kind of help, you know, with that part of it and then just make the, the day go by quicker, the job go by easier. And they're really going to appreciate that. Also, you know, like I said, packing up and stuff like that, you know, a lot of times we have a lot of trash. Um, it's never good to leave any parts or components on the roof. So please try and like when y'all are done or finishing up or as you're, as you're going, maybe you, you're done with one part, you know, get the box, get all the wirings, anything that they cut off the old one, you know, cause a lot of times they have to cut back wires and there's going to be a lot of little pieces of wire uh, the old contactor, the old box rags or whatever you guys were using, you know, pick all that stuff up and get it ready to throw out or, or throw it out yourself. And, uh, you know, just clean up, start cleaning up, start packing up. All that stuff goes a long way. If, if you're new, you're going to be doing a lot of that stuff anyway, or they're going to ask you to. Uh, so might as well take the initiative and already do it that way. Like I said, it's all about impressing them, making sure that that you show them that you want to do this work, that you want to be there, you know, that you want to learn and you're going to do well in the long run. You know, showing all this, doing all this work goes a long way. And then one thing I'm going to tell you guys is, is don't be afraid, you know, get in there. Like I said, braze that that line set, change out that contactor, change out that thermostat. Look at a schematic, figure out the wiring. Uh, after work, go look at some YouTube videos from uh, some of these guys like HVAC School, HVACR videos, uh, Ty Brenneman, you know, all the guys that love to teach. Go watch them. They'll, they'll help you brush up on your skills and explain it with cutaways, diagrams, all that kind of stuff. You know, check all, out all that free knowledge that you can get online. Read a manual. That's a great way to, to get a grasp on anything new that you see out there if you guys are doing uh change outs or installs you know maybe you you know you put a unit in and you want to kind of look at the troubleshooting um look at the manual there's going to be troubleshooting there's going to be error codes 
there's going to be install tips, um, how manufacturers want different things done. So, you know, your company might already know that and, you know, they're just trying to get the unit in and do it as quickly as possible. But you can also see it firsthand, but then go in and read the manual and uh, see what manufacturers ask for different units. Um, see what could go wrong and what they recommend you check. See how things work. See how there's going to be like options on there too, like economizers and different things like that. So read the manuals. It's a good way to, to learn stuff. And like I was saying, uh, don't be afraid. Just get in there. The worst thing is like you short something out, right? You pop a fuse, you short out a, or you pop a breaker, you trip a breaker, you burn a hole through the copper. I've been there. It's fine. It's not the end of the world. In our line of work, if anything, it can be fixed, right? So you burn a hole through the copper, patch it up. Somebody will patch it up. If you can't, your senior tech will or whoever else is in your company that uh, does you know, really good work, they can go out there, patch it up. Uh, you short something out, you pop a fuse, just get another fuse, you know, invest in some tools, you know, you can get a popper, a jumper king, something like that, that has a resettable fuse in it. Um, if you're doing troubleshooting, so anything that goes wrong can be fixed. Now, there's catastrophic things that can go wrong, but hopefully that never happens. But like I said, miswiring something, burning out something, it's going to cost you a little bit, but it can be fixed. So don't worry about it. Don't stress on things. Don't take work home. Uh, like I said, for 24-7, you know, you like I said, you can come home. You can think about it. Stuff will bother you if you maybe didn't fix it or didn't get it right away. That used to eat at me a lot. But uh, think about it or, or if you dwell on it too long, it can eat, eat you alive there. You know, you can do, you can think about it after work. You can kind of try to go through it again in your mind go look up some videos go look up some literature just get a better understanding of what you were doing at work that day or what you had problems with but don't let it consume you you know a lot of us have families that we go home to so please enjoy the time with your loved ones your kids any family that you have family or friends and just kind of like when you get out of work, it's going to linger with you, but try to enjoy your free time. Uh, do a little bit of research, learn a little bit here and there, but enjoy the free time that you have with your family, your friends. Uh, if you're off on the weekend, you know, enjoy that too. So it's a, it's a hard, stressful business, this HVAC world, but it's very rewarding. Uh, I love fixing things. I love, you know, getting like the, these things up for the customers, uh, freezers, air conditioners, you know, different things that at the end of the day, you know, they're very thankful that you went out there and fixed it. Not everybody can do it. So this is not for everybody. So if you go through this and you're having a tough time, don't sweat it. It's, it's hard. There's no way around it. Now, if you can prepare yourself if you can uh, learn as much as you can about the trade, get you some good uh, tools that help your your job, uh, get proper training, whether that's from a, a tech, a school, online. You know, I, there's a lot of stuff that I didn't know up until recently. You know, I go online, I kind of read up on all this stuff.
uh, proper procedures and things like that, or new equipment that I've never seen before, get yourself prepared. Um, HVAC is very hard. It's like I said, it's not for everybody, but very rewarding. You can get good pay. It's very good work to be in. It's uh, recession proof, like a lot of people say. Honestly, when that whole uh, shutdown happened, we were only off a few days, maybe a week at most, until they decided, you know, they really needed us. So, you know, restaurants always have to make food. People always have to eat. That's where, like I said, my kitchen refrigeration comes into play. And people are always going to need uh, heating and cooling. It's it's a really a necessity. Gets really hot down here in Texas. Uh, we've had freeze warnings and, and weather every so often. So whether it's heating or cooling, it's a very important thing uh, to have. And then even more so, you know, the larger that you on the scale that you get, like industrial, like hospitals, stuff like that, like all that is important. It cannot be shut down. So if you're looking for a uh, trade to get in that does a little bit of everything, we wire our own things. Uh, we're electricians. Uh, we have a lot of condensate drain lines that we have to run, uh, drain problems that we have to deal with. So we do a little bit of plumbing and then we do the refrigeration on the unit and design. If you don't like one part of, of the trade, that's one thing that I'll tell you. You can do anything you want. You can get into sales, you can get into service, you can get in, into install, you can go up to industrial. You can do like whatever you want. You can do design if you want. You can help manufacture the stuff that we work on. The sky's the limit with HVAC. There's so many different avenues. And uh, I think there's something for everybody. So like I said, if you want to get into a trade that will always be in demand, will always need good techs that will pay pretty well for the most part. When you start out, you might start out low, especially like where I'm at. I'm in a low cost of living area. I'm in South Texas. You know, a lot of stuff here is cheap. It's cheap to live here. So you're going to start out on a low wage, more than likely with no experience. So, but you can work your way up relatively quickly. If you, like I said, show initiative, if you uh, learn after work, keep up to date with everything and you want to do this work, sky's the limit. You can make as much as you want. Um, I always tell people to look at it two ways. You can either go all in, hustle, make the most money that you've ever made. Um, I know guys that are in million dollar HVAC companies, multi-million dollar ones. And uh, I also know people like us that have a have a small family business that, you know, we're not there yet where we want to make that much money because we also value our time. I get a lot of time off. I can go to my kids, um, you know, school events. If they need to go to the hospital, if they need to go to the doctor, I'm the one that can take time off because I run a company. Now I can get guys to cover for me if need be. I can schedule how I want to within reason because, you know, the customers need their uh, equipment fixed. But yeah, I could either be in there working 24-7, making multi-million dollars, or I can have a comfortable uh, work schedule and have a lot of family time and free time uh, to do things that are important at home. So hope you guys uh, enjoyed the video, uh, the podcast. This is going to be 
up on YouTube and on uh, anywhere you listen to. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed. And if you have any other questions or comments, you know, leave them down below in the YouTube comments. Message me on Instagram, TikTok, anywhere that you find me on Facebook, Twitter. Um, and I'll try and do more of these. I have another episode lined up I need to record. And uh, we'll probably get to the live guests uh, back on next week. So I hope you guys enjoy your week and uh, see you guys.